Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hi guys. Welcome to Between the Reps with Book and Gina. With Book yeah. and Gina. Book and Gina. Book and Gina. I still Book have and a Gina. light thing going on. It's right here. It's not bad though. Okay. It's like it just looks like I have a beard or something. Nah. Oh, let me read your cup. No, this is not vodka, and no, you cannot smell it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had my mug. It's really just ginger, ginger tea. Don't judge me. Coffee. Okay. Hey. <laughs> For a second, I thought you had a blender. No. No, a just bunch up of here blending shakes. <laughs> a bunch of other random shit. How did you get all your stuff put in your storage? I did. Nice. I did. Uh, I still need to go through all these totes. Uh, I got a new dresser today. Nice, nice. Yeah, got a new dresser, so now I have more drawers. Yeah, for stuff. And for those of you, yeah, I, I had we had in my room an old um armoire. Arm. Okay, this is armoire. the thing. Armoire. 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 Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> I mean, it's French, armoire. right? <laughs> yeah. 
and I have not had, I mean, it, it wasn't, the room wasn't, isn't set up for me to like, like me to move back. Like, in. It's like a guest room. Yeah. I've been living in a guest room. Mm-hmm. Or like a kid's room that like, they really only need yeah. a closet, you know? Yeah. Um, so I have lots of totes. Like I haven't had anywhere to put like my gym clothes. Right. So even before I actually sold the house and moved out, I had been splitting my time in Utah and Santa Cruz, St. Jordan, Santa Cruz. And so I left stuff here in the closet. And then for workout clothes, I just had a big tote <laughs> that was just yeah. all my work. Clothes Which for those there. who don't know, we call them totes. It's like a big plastic bin, a bin. Yeah. Yeah. So now, um, I should, I have a drawer for that. <laughs> nice. When I, but when when I met my ex, he was living out of a laundry hamper. <laughs> and Gina was like, I, I can take care of you. I know, I know. He was like living with me within like the first week. I was like, huh? I mean, he didn't come with very much stuff. Any wonder. I like, I like to re- I like to remind people of that sometimes. Cause you know, he's a successful businessman now. And like, I, you know, he pays me alimony and he acts like, you know, I'm just like this, uh, this wife that just, you know, sat at home and never did anything. And I'm always like, dude, you moved in with me. You moved in with a laundry hamper. <laughs> That's all you had when I met you, you had nothing. So I, I, uh, we wanted to talk about something. It's kind of like a touchy subject. It's a little bit more serious than we normally will talk about, but it was just uh, recent that we had um, someone that we both know, we'll sort of know, um, had basically let us know that they're, they were no longer with a person because of domestic violence. And obviously that's, it's, it's very prevalent, you know, not just here, but all over the world. And it made me, there was something that she had said, she had called off um, her wedding and there was something that she said um, that really concerned us. And it was basically that as, as we're kind of going back and forth and she's telling us about it, that she was well, you know, she would be fine because she was kind of used to it. And that to me was really, I mean, it would be concerning to anybody, but it was very concerning in the way that there was almost like, if you have a, and don't, and do not get me wrong. There is in no way, shape or form that I am saying that domestic violence in whatever capacity is the person's fault that, that it's happening to. Absolutely not. Um, I mean, for me, I, I've, I've never shared this. I mean, Brooke knows this, but, um, I was in a, it wasn't, I always, I hate that I do this. I downplay it, but it was, it was was an abusive relationship. He was manipulative. He was verbally abusive. It got to be physical towards the end. And, um, it's, it's interesting. The person that I am now looking back I could never see myself in that situation. And it's, and what's interesting also is that at the time that it was happening, I remember I was a huge avid Oprah watcher and it was back in the early nineties when they would have like the panel, you know, they'd have all these women. And I remember these women, you know, Oprah's doing her interview with them and she's saying, you know, but he's done this and this. And she's like, but I love him. 
you know, he said he's sorry and all this stuff. And I just remember it clicking for me and thinking, oh my God, that's me. I am that woman. I remember looking at her thinking, oh my God, that's like, so she's so stupid. Like she's such an idiot. And then I remember thinking like, oh my God, like, and that really could be me. Like it could get more severe. Cause we all know that. I mean, I don't know why I said, we all know I'm it, it, it escalates a lot of the time. Yes. So I wanted to just bring that up because again, when you're in that situation, it is not your fault, but, but you have to get to a point where you love yourself enough to not make that choice. It's like, you know, I've said, I've said before to people, you you might, you got a bad picker. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a bad picker. This isn't, this isn't just happening to you. If you continue to get into this pattern of these attracting, I don't know if it's you attracting them, but you're almost wanting something so badly that you're ignoring all these red flags about somebody. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, um, but yeah, it's just, and, and what's funny too, is that I've really looked back like what, like at what point was I okay with letting somebody hurt me? And you and I have talked about it. I've let, I've let people do that in friendships and stuff. And I've come to the conclusion that I blame my mother. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So no, I don't really blame my mom, but I was raised in a, in a very, and again, this isn't against religion necessarily. I, I mean, I do have my own thoughts on organized religion and the way that people are raised in fear, but I was always raised from, a, from very young to be complacent and to do exactly what I was told to do. And it's hard because you know, my mom was just doing her best. Um, and, and it's not her fault. It's just, I think that growing up, it never, I never felt like I had a voice to say like, no, or felt like I could, or maybe I was even worthy, you know, like my self-esteem was, was really poor. So, I mean, there's a lot of things going on there and I clearly am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, so not really sure, but I just wanted to bring that up. Um, because I know that a lot of people, um, kind of look at, us and we're always like smiley happy da, 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 da. but like we've both gone through some really nasty stuff and we don't mm-hmm. and we don't talk about that a lot because one it's it's not fun to talk about yeah I mean but on the other hand I think that it's important to talk about it because it can really happen to any of us yeah and if and if anything as I've gotten older understanding to have more empathy for those people going through it because like, I, like, Brooke, I could never see you going through something like that, like getting to that point. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but I will say like, uh, I mean, you've let I, people, well, I would like to say that too. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I have never been in, in a relationship like that, but I have had from like really being really young and almost I was just very young when we got together and it's almost as if I, because I had a low self-esteem and in my mind, that was the, that was as good as I would ever get. Right. That anytime I, I basically created patterns 
in how I handled stressful situations or confrontation or arguments or whatever, because whenever I would stand up for myself, it would never be a constructive conversation Mm -hmm. where we can now change how we're communicating with each other because we care and we love and care about each other. So like we would never want to, you know, keep having these bad patterns where you end up making the person feel really shitty or unworthy or whatever. And it would never pan out that way. It always panned out in a way that was like, all like, Oh, like if I had, you know, if I had something to say, uh, like, a, you know, this is what you did. And it made me feel like this. It always ended the same way, which was, it was my fault. And so over time you add me learning this new communication pattern of like, I already know it's always my fault to me not feeling, not being confident enough or having enough self-esteem like that. I, in my mind thought, well, this is, is like, this is it. This is, uh, this is supposed to be my person. And you know, so whenever something happens and it's clearly always my fault, like I need to fix something and I would, you'd almost want to do anything you could because in, in my mind, like that's what I was, that's where I was supposed to be when you don't want to lose that thing. Yes. And then you, then you start adding like history and you can find, I mean, you can be in a situation where, you know, there's bad things happening, (coughs) but it's really easy. It's like, you've, brainwashed yourself at almost in a sense of like a defense mechanism because you don't want that (laughs) one you don't want it to change you want certain things to change but you don't want like what you have you don't want to be alone and it just turns into a constant thing where you're dealing with stress and nothing's necessarily changing unless it's going to change with both parties or on both you know both sides And you can really easily get into something that is never going to be fulfilling or never be healthy for you um, until you can realize what you've like, what you need to change about more self-awareness and then really just (laughs) do what's best for you, regardless of the history with the person or you know, cause that's something I think holds a lot of power in relationships, especially with people that are in, you know, a, like some sort of abusive relationship. Like when you've been with that person for so long and so many memories, or you have kids, you know, I yep. can, I mean, cause I haven't been in that position, but I can only imagine the kind of guts it would take to be like, you'd, you'd, you're, it feels like you're blowing your life up and it's going to end like you're, it's so shitty. But to go through it too, you're going to go through something to try and change it. That's going to be so much stress and emotional. And who knows how long that process is going to take. And sometimes that is what can probably feel so daunting. Like, oh my God, like, is that going to be better? Or is that going to be worse? Like, I, you know, I can man, I can make this work. Like I can do this different. I can do this different. But then what, what happens is that's what your life will be. Your life will forever be you having to accept something that no one should be accepting. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Well, I think it also, it depends on, on the partner, right? Like, I mean, you and I are not like against marriage or relationships or, or anything like that. Like, obviously if you have a partner, I mean, we've kind of like really gone from like an extreme, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, we're talking about like domestic violence that is under no circumstances should, should you stay in that situation? And then you have like all these other things where you're putting yourself. Cause like my first, that first relationship was awful terrible, awful. So it was kind of like when I met my ex that I was married to for almost 25 years, he was so much better than the last one that it was like, kind of latched onto him. Like, Oh my God, like, Oh, you know, you don't, you know, say all these terrible, awful things to me and, and hurt me and, and all this stuff. And, uh, and so, and, and he was not, uh, we, we were, we were young when we met. And when you're so young, when you meet, you don't even know who you are or or what you need from a person. So it's very difficult. And I know some people out there are like, I've known my husband since we were 18 years old and da, 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 da. And that's great. That is great. Um, but I think that like, I, I had no idea what I would want from someone until I was probably close to 30 years old. They're in my thirties. And then by that time, you're already so deep in it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I was so insecure that anytime I would bring up anything or want, or want to grow or change or anything, it was like, well, I'm the same person I've always been. And I'm going to stay this person. And if you don't like it, you can leave. So it's like this emotional warfare where you're like, oh, well, shit. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want my relationship to break up. So I'll just keep sitting in it. Yep. 
I'll just stay miserable. And like you said, you know, we had four kids and it's like, there's, you know, that your whole life is going to blow up. Mm -hmm. And even, even today, if my ex had not, I mean, I've been divorced almost five years now. If my ex had not divorced me, I'd probably still be married to him because the idea of breaking up our family was so daunting, but I have to say, I mean, I've said it to you a million times. I'm, I'm sad that, you know, the kids had to go through that and all of that, but I've never been happier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you go through that, that idea of like, oh my God, what if I'm alone? What if I'm alone the rest of my life? I talk to you about this all the time yep. because I was not somebody that wanted to get out of my relationship and get right back into something. But as I get older, I'm like, oh man, like, what if like, by the time I'm ready, everyone's like, oh, we're all taken. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh shit. All right. Uh, joke's on me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there still was, it still carried over that insecurity and that feeling of, you know, through all those years, I mean, I still deal with, I mean, I, I don't, I would love to meet somebody that doesn't deal with some kind of insecurity <laughs> and teach me your ways. Yeah. Um, but just that, that fear is gone of, oh my God, like, like, I don't want to be alone. You know, and I, and I worry about this person that we were talking about, because I think sometimes people do tend to just jump into things without truly knowing a person because they want that thing so bad. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to be married. They want to have kids. They have this like timeline going on in their head and it's, and it's really propels them to make these very poor choices in people. So that's, I know I'm like. I'm like sweating talking about it. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. It's very difficult. But if any of our listeners out there have gone through something like that or going through something like that, you really need to find that place where you realize you're, you're going to be okay without this person. This person is not the, the end all be all for you. There's so many people out there and, and you're, you are good enough just to be with you. You know, you may not need even need anybody else, just yourself, like love yourself and know that you are worthy of, of a, of a good thing. And if, and if it's not out there, uh, it's, it's not, it's not the worst thing, not the worst thing that's going to happen to you. The worst thing is going to be staying in something that is, that is, you know, whether it's emotionally abusive or, or not fulfilling or, you know, violent or whatever it is, you, that is the worst thing that can happen to you. Mm-hmm. So that's all I want to say. I just wanted to bring it up. All right. Well, so that's about as serious as I could get because it makes me very uncomfortable to be very serious. Well, and that's a conversation that is it's a toughie. Only because, well, one, it's just it's a it's a touchy subject. I think um if you're listening and you have not experienced any of that on your own, but you have friends or family members that are, you know, we know people that you hear, you know, you hear so many stories of things that are going on. And when you really care about someone, you're, for me, it's like, I'm, I'm right there to like, we're getting you out of this situation. At a certain point, it, it can be tough as someone who's like, feels like a bystander, like you're watching something happen that you know needs to change 
And it's really hard when you can't, it's like you, you can't do it for per, them. That, yes. That person, they have to make the choice, you know, it's like for, for me, um, I think it's a matter of those of you that are, you know, you're seeing something go on that, you know, is, should be different or is super unhealthy. And you, maybe you haven't talked to, the, to that person about it yet, or like, um, maybe you don't have a relationship where you, you should, you, you feel like you could say something almost like, Hey, are you okay? Or whatever. I think it's important to like, just make yourself available in terms of like, when they're ready to talk to you about it, you know, be, the, be there where it feels like they, it's a comfortable, safe space. Um, if you notice something like really aggressive where you're like, you have to say something, then just say something, um, you know, make sure that person feels supported. But at the, in the end, like Gina said, they're the ones that are going to have to make the choice to make a change. And all you really can do at that point is like, be like, make sure they know that you're there when they need you, if they need you, whenever they need you, no matter how but many you, times they need you. Yep. But you can't, you really can't make that choice for them because if you're, if it's a really gnarly situation where you do make the choice for them until the change actually happens in that person, the chances of them going back or getting in the same situation with someone different hi because you really have to be willing to um look at your own characteristics or habits or whatever or insecurities and be honest with yourself and then try and you know work on those things like be comfortable you know like love your love yourself before you go and try and find another relationship or be willing to, Gina used to tell me all the time, like, you need to be alone. (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to make you be alone with me. That's all. No, it's true. I, I, I do think it's very important to not, unless you're doing a lot of like really good, like personal growth with yourself. It's hard if you're somebody that's just trying to latch onto the next, to the next thing. Well, and especially at like certain points in life where it's really, you're so busy or have so much going on. It's very easy to consume your time with all of that and like save the stuff that you, you know, save the other annoying, stressful stuff like, ah, later. And we kind of like push it aside. But then what happens is like more time just keeps going by and you're still in the same situation because you've just been, you've just been ignoring, you know, the unhealthy stuff. Um, and then it sucks because you realize one day you're like, holy shit, like I could have, you know, I should have done this a long time ago. And I, you know, all this time has passed and you feel, you you can then feel stress or anxious because you feel like you've lost time. You've lost opportunity. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I guess if you're in a situation that you want to change something, but you also find yourself grasping to what you know, or the history or the memories that are so happy that make you almost ignore this, the way things are now, or the stuff you're dealing with consistently at, you got to ask yourself, what do I want like the rest of my life to look like? 
because are these patterns, like these things I go through and it's a pattern and it's consistent, like, you know, every couple of weeks, it's like, that's what your life will be. Are you okay with that? Right. Or do you, or do you, like you, you know, all of you deserve a full, happy, you know, fulfilling life. And just like when I was going through my divorce and Gina reminded me because I helped her through hers is it is going to take time and it is going to get nasty, but it's now or later, you know, or it's, or you end up waiting. And if you're in a really bad situation, then you, you potentially are waiting for it to be catastrophic. Right. Well, and like a year of grief and going through something is way less than being in a situation for years and years and years and years and years and years. And, um, I think, I think part of it is, I think for me, part of it too, is, uh, I would convince myself. So like when I was, so it's my, my, uh, my oldest son, Jordan's biological father that I was talking about this really, that was really awful. Um, he, what a lot of people don't understand is that these people that are, that are abusive, they, they're extremely manipulative and they literally can find, they can, they can see how insecure you are. And it's not like instant. I mean, they just do this shit over time, you know, and it kind of builds and builds and builds and builds. And my self-talk, I remember thinking, even when I thought that it was really bad, I was like, okay, this is really shitty. You know, I think he had, uh, he had taken, (laughs) I'm like laughing about it. He had taken my car with a car seat in the back. I'm like 19 years old. And he took my car and went and was like picking up chicks and like fucking girls in my car with like a car seat in the back, telling everybody it was his, his sister's kid's car seat. It's his own kid's car seat. I mean, there was just like so many things that he did that were, that were shitty on top of the, the other stuff. Um, and I remember finding this out and I had found these old journals and it was like, who's going to want me with a baby. Like I was 19 years old thinking that my whole life was over and that I needed to be with this absolute piece of garbage because nobody would want me with a baby. You know, it was just like this, this idea that I was, I was, I was garbage now, you know, and it's, it's just crazy. I remember going through my old house and finding these old journals and just thinking, Gina, you fucking idiot. What was wrong with you? You know, it's, uh, so it is crazy how we will in a situation because we, we want that to work out so bad. We will tell ourselves absolutely anything. Or because also we're just so scared of change. Yep. Right. Like, uh, like we will, people will continue to be miserable because they don't want to like go through the process of, of changing. It's like, we want something different, but to get there or to have something so different, it can be painful. It can be, you know, it's and time and miserable at times, but to have a better situation and a better life, like it's over time that, like you said, like a year or two years of, you know, <laughs> grieving a, grieving crying, or like more stress and drama it is worth it in the in the grand scheme of things absolutely 
you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My mom... You guys, this is the beautiful thing. I'm podcasting at you know, the house. We never, this house is never empty. We lo- and I love it. Like my family's always here. Family's always here. Siblings, kids, dogs. But we were talking just while you were telling that story. My sister came up and I can see her out the corner of my eye. And she's like trying to tell me something, but I have headphones. So she's like talking and I'm like, hang on. But she was saying it because then my mom came up after <laughs> to tell me the same thing. But my dad, my mom got my, uh, my dad a dog for their anniversary. You guys have probably either seen Ozzy, if you, if you watch the video, or I've probably talked about him before. Cute little mini Australian Shepherd, crazy little dog. Well, he goes to the ranch every day, and this has happened twice. So <sighs> truck's running. My dad's out working on something. Ozzy's in the truck. Well, not that long ago. Uh, Ozzy was jumping, like trying to go window to window to see where my dad's at and hits the lock button. Oh no. So (laughs) my dad, Ozzy's locked in the truck while it's running and my dad's cell phone was in the truck. No. So he had to like, you know, book it like a long way from the main road all the way up to the house to get the razor, to drive the razor into town, to find someone with a phone where he could call my mom. That was the other time. Okay, well, it happened again just a couple of days ago. And my brother was getting up there. And so, and I was going up. So I took up spare keys, went up, did again. I left the key. And I, my dad's like, I should probably leave this key here at the ranch. I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, yesterday, uh, I guess he had brought, he had brought the keys back. And um, my mom and sister just came up to tell me that he's he done it again. again. He's done it again. But both set of keys are in the truck. No. And Ozzy's locked in the truck. <laughs> oh, no. But I guess they he found someone who, my dad paid him $100 to get the truck open. So, oh, he, my so God. he's good. So he's good. Good thing it's not like hot out or something. My nephew did that when he was, I, I, I think he was maybe a year or two years. And you know how like sometimes... Uh, I think it was Nico. He was my ex. He was washing his truck and he was letting Sid like kind of like propped up on the, on the steering wheel, yeah. washing his truck. And the kid locked himself in the car, but you know, the keys were in it. And so all of us are like at the window. We're like, Sid, pop this button, pop this button. <laughs> he's like two, he's like, like picking his nose, <laughs> wiping it on the, you know, the window. Love but you. yeah, it was, 
we had to call the fire department because we could not, we could not get him out of there. He didn't have the extra set of keys. I know. Don't put your kids or your dogs in the car by themselves. Or always have your keys on you. For real. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up again. Thanks for listening to the rant. Uh, again, just wanted to bring it up in case anyone else out there is feeling that way or uh, has had that experience and feel like they're the only ones. Just feel like uh, it's good for us to bring up some of the shitty stuff in our life every once yeah. in a while. And hopefully, hopefully it helps. And if you guys want to write into between the reps at gmail.com, feel free. And thanks for listening guys. Yeah. Write in. Um, maybe if you guys have any, you know, obviously questions or maybe things you would potentially want me and Gina to try and weigh in on. <laughs> <laughs> I know we are not experts. No. Um, um, but and then also because the holidays are coming up, we would love to have you guys write in maybe some of your favorite family traditions for the holiday right. season. Yes. And if you have any really funny stories to share, um, please write in, send them in. And honestly, if you want to ask us anything, nothing is too personal. We might not answer all of them, <laughs> depending on what it is, but I'm pretty much, an, I mean, we're pretty much an open book. So yep. if there's anything you need to want to know, feel free to ask. Yeah. All right, guys. So signing off, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning. And if those of you who still are wondering, what is a five-star warning? Your guess is as good as ours. Uh, <laughs> and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.